This is Miss Ayanna Burnett with Reflections from the Red Chair. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome again to another episode of Reflections from the Red Chair. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Today, I want to begin with a story, but let me tell you up front that the topic that is on my heart to explore is relationships, right? You could say relationships, you could say self-healing, you could say breakup, breakups, coping with breakups, grief, grieving, the loss of a love, right? There was this amazing book I remember that a mentor put me onto. It's still in print, I believe. Literally, that was the title, How to Survive the Loss of a Love. And I will be honest, I don't quite recall everything that was in the book. Um, But the beautiful thing about it was that it defined loss in an expansive type of way, or we'll say the, the perception of loss, right? And it expanded this idea of grieving, not just to say grieving the death of a loved one, but rather, you know, the ending of a romantic or intimate relationship or now I like to say the shifting right because oftentimes it's not that the love itself has died and that becomes the challenge and being able to cope and because there's no more room to express the love say toward that other person anymore for whatever reason maybe they're not receptive to it maybe they've moved on maybe you your relationship with them has simply served its purpose or one of you have outgrown one another for various reasons right the time is up and we must allow ourselves to detach and sometimes even kill the fantasy that we had had in our own mind about how that relationship would look, right? It's kind of like the dream deferred. The dream has died, the fantasy is gone, and you are left dealing with the reality and now having to choose what narrative you will tell yourself moving forward. And I will tell you that oftentimes the challenge with that is, is that you spend so much time creating this, this fantasy and painting them in, you know, in as your Prince Charming, right? That when you now kind of wake up from the haze and you're looking at what you're dealing with in front of you and now you're told, okay, to rewrite the story, you may not know what to put on the page. Right. So so what do you do? What what do you do? I actually had a a beloved great person ask me the I think just last week, you know, hey, when you have someone who is the object of your affection and, you know, for whatever reason, you realize that it is your work to claim your love. Right? That you need to step into your power and own that that love is, is yours and be ready 
to no longer just simply make it about the other person, right? That you're, you're not going to give it away in that particular sense, but you were so attached to, to them. How, how do you change that? How do you shift that? So that brought to mind, which seems really unrelated at first. So just bear with me. This is how my stories kind of go, but they always come back full circle. I I promise you. There was this one evening I was home and I was amidst an organization project for my home office. I love organizing, but that's a story for another day, right? So anyway, so I was amidst this project and I was looking around and I was trying to figure out, you know, what new tool or system that I was going to be able to put in place to make it easier for me to file. And I recall I think I'd been in Staples like earlier that day and I had seen I don't even remember what it was at this moment in time but it was some you know item there I think it was part of like the Martha Stewart set and I had seen it and I was like oh you know I don't really know so I left the store and then later on like that night this item came back to mind again and was like oh I figured out the perfect use for it right that it would be be perfect and I had the perfect spot for it and I looked at the time and I think I literally had about 45 minutes or so before they closed or maybe even less than that but I knew I was cutting it really really close to closing time but I decided you know what I'm gonna get up I'm gonna make this happen you know anyway and here I am we're gonna head to the store because I knew exactly where the item was and what I wanted so here I go in the car driving safely of course (laughs) and I finally arrive at at Staples and I look at my watch and I'm like oh perfect you know I'm thinking that I have plenty of time and I roll up to the door and lo and behold they don't open hmm so then I turn around and you know I, I knock on the window because I'm thinking like hey I have more than enough time, you know, I'm, I'm here before closing, I should be good. Well, one of the associates, God bless their souls, actually comes to the door. And I'm like, hey, you know, can I get in? And they're like, no, we're closed. Well, come to find out, I believe it was like daylight savings time or something like that. So the time that I had actually wasn't the accurate time. And they had probably been closed. And I didn't even realize it for at least like 10 minutes earlier at least and maybe even more so however I don't necessarily realize that while I'm standing there and so I see myself for a moment it's like oh my gosh I'm about to turn into that crazy lady who's like banging on the closed door because you're so desperate to be able to get in and I stopped myself aren't we all glad right and I realized I just kind of said okay thank you and I walked away but I was definitely feeling like really disappointed because I felt like I had been right there and you know I finally this was the perfect item I knew exactly where it was in the store you know I had this great like storyline played out in my head about how it should just be so easy for them to let me in and I would be the greatest customer to get in and out and keep it moving right yeah right so glad we didn't like try to force that on them right obviously that was not the ideal story for them so anyway if finally I sat in the car for a couple minutes and I'm like what am I gonna do because now I've got this momentum built and I'm so determined that I want to get this project done and I want to get it done tonight so I can move on to something else 
Well, then it occurs to me that literally around the corner, probably less than even a half a mile away, it's like point something miles up the road is Office Depot. So why not? Let's just go to Office Depot and see if they should happen to be open. So I walk into, I go ahead and I, I drive and you know, park easily and I walk up to their doors and lo and behold, it's like, they part with ease like what oh my god okay and then I walk in and immediately I hear you know welcome ma'am how can I help you today is there something I can help you find whoa like okay this is like great so I look at the the sales guy and I tell him yes as a matter of fact you know I and I gave him the story I was just over at Staples there was this item that I had seen that I'd wanted it would be perfect you know for for what I need and now I I need something else you know something to to replace it So he looks at me and he pauses for a minute he's very present with me which is great right he's taken in everything that I say And then he says to me, so, ma'am, how did you want to use the item? You know, what was its purpose for you? Oh, okay. So, hmm, the purpose, right? So now even my, my mindset has to step away from the item itself and move to the how would this serve me? Like, how was I looking for this to serve me? I got really set on this particular item because in my mind, I identified that it was going to meet a need. What was that need? So I sat and I thought about it and then I was able to tell him, oh, well, what it is, is I want a place to be able to collect, you know, various documents, like, and then being able to move it, the whole thing when it comes time to go file, right? I don't want to have to take all the papers out because that would be a little bit confusion as there's, you know, a distance between where I place my filing and the actual filing cabinet. So he says, okay, well, let's go see what we have. So we walk back to their little, you know, office collection and he's looking around and he, you know, pulls out some file boxes and things like that. And then he pulls out this other like really smaller magnetic box. Um, but yet it kind of has this, this great little handle on it. So it's one that's mobile. And so he's like, well, would this serve your need? And I look at it and I'm like, oh, well, yeah actually, you know, it would. And I really love the color, you know, on top of that. And then he turns around and he says, oh, well, it's actually on sale. So here you go. What? Like, oh my gosh, like that was so easy, right? Like literally I walk through the doors and they part and, you know, I've been in the store before and there is not always a salesman standing right there to be able to help me. But here we are toward the end of the night, right? Still one of the last customers. And I'm thinking that, you know, how usually salesmen hate the last customers, you know, because of the fact that they're trying to close the store. But he was so open and so friendly and so welcoming that it really like put me at ease. And then on top of that, you know, for him to put the focus on my need, right? What was my need what was my ultimate desire and from there we did indeed find something that would be work just as well and honestly not work just as well but work better and for a better price 
So it was like two wins. And can I tell you, when I say it was literally around the corner, it was around the corner. Like, whoa. So I ended up having a really great night. I still met my intention of going home with, you know, this item to be able to complete this task. So yes, I was able to tick it off and had a really pleasant exchange as well. And all of that happened after that first disappointment of going to Staples and feeling as if I couldn't have what I believed I needed, right? You guys see where I'm going here, right? How amazing is that? And I do. I keep coming back to that story again and again and again because sometimes our loves li- our love lives are just like that or our beloveds are, are just like that or we can find ourselves in various other situations in our lives where we're experiencing disappointment because in our minds we have, we have taken so much energy and used our creative, um, creative faculties and our creative skills and our imagination to literally paint how this one particular person, right? Just like for me, that one particular item was exactly what I needed to fulfill that, that purpose in my life. Yet, life, when it quote unquote closed the doors on me, actually led me not too far, but around the corner to something better that I couldn't even see. And why couldn't I see it? Because I got so focused on the actual object itself and forgot to think about what was even more significant was the purpose that I was looking for it to serve me. So a lot of times, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? When we give our love away, which is okay, just don't give your heart, right? Because your heart is what creates the love. So if you always keep your heart, then you will be able to create more love to give later. Okay, but again, I digress. So going back to this idea, we can give our love to, to someone and even invest fully in a relationship. And for whatever reason, when the time is up and it has run its course, then the challenge becomes to shift the, the focus away from the person and knowing that now, yes, you may still have what appears to be an unfulfilled desire or a vacant need, but there very well will be and can be another person or another route of getting it met as long as we again remember what the actual desire is itself and so it is kind of like needing to go back into the fairy tale right and realizing that you're prince charming you had posted this other person's face on it and literally erasing the face and now allowing say a new actor to be revealed in their place so it's it's audition time that there will be time to to put out the the call and to now go through and audition new people to see who else can play that part and still fulfill all of the requirements of that particular character and thus meet the now vacant need. And it is possible to be able to begin to make that mental shift. Just know 
that you are more than likely going to need to give yourself some time, right? Because that's more of like the mental shift that we make. And while you're making that mental shift, then we're also needing to do something with all of that emotional energy that is is still there, right? All that emotional energy that has been stored up and that has been cultivated that you had directed toward that person and now that person isn't available to hold it. So it's almost like you've got this, 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 um, uh, you know, like when the dams build up, right? So you've got this buildup now of all of this energy that is just bursting to be released. And that's part of, right, that like heartbreak, And what do you do with all of that flooding? How you contain and respond to the emotional flooding. So that's what we will talk about um, on our next podcast, on our next episode. What to do with the emotional flooding. But until next time, be light.